This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It is our number one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. It is a huge Friday here. Uh, what you drinking, what you thinking Friday. It's a football Friday, combine Friday with you as well. And we're excited to spend the next five hours here with you talking sports. General at your service. At ease. There's uh, Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy Scout, NFL executive, number one influencer on Cowboy social media. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup at Master Control. Eric Chiafalo is in attendance. He's present. Zach Wolchuk, his nosebleed brother, is uh, out this week on family duty. You can send him some love on social media. He is a new father. Yes. And uh, Carter Freeman is coordinating your video. You can watch us at 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And a good afternoon to you, boys. How we doing? Doing great. Caught that second wind. How about that? Brought us, brought us back-to-back mornings at the buffet. I think we both got it done. Uh, carb loaded. Give us the energy to power through one final time here from Surprise, Arizona. Another beautiful day for baseball. I was just actually thinking, as we consumed our fifth straight day of national antheming. Yeah. How many, like, for a guy who, or a guy like Boach. Yeah. How much, how, how many minutes, how many weeks have added up over the years of national anthem consumption when you think about 162 games yeah he's getting it every time yeah the the, the spring training games he's been i mean how many days weeks months would you add up to be the the time that bochi has heard the national anthem you also have to think about the times when he was a player right montreal expos were around yeah so he's also not only catching he's getting the canadian he's getting the canadian one Maybe the Toronto Blue Jay Canadian version. Ooh, of a lot of variations. A lot of variations of, and and maybe maybe they played a game in Puerto Rico or something like that. Who knows? Maybe we heard some national anthems from them as well. But uh, that, that's an interesting question. I'd say I'd say two hundred anthems a year, easy. Four hundred minutes worth of anthem, which is you know six and a half hours or so, six and two thirds hours probably per year. Okay. Uh, just as a rough Six estimate, hours. I like that. Yeah. yeah, one show of nothing but listening to the <laughs> national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? Like you're yeah. sitting there and like per okay, season. Per season. Okay, Lucius, start yeah. it. Here we go. And he just starts firing off, and you're just sitting there for like six hours. And then you and then you're going to go what forty years in baseball, roughly. Yeah. You're looking at uh, two hundred and forty hours, roughly. So, you know, ten days. 10 days, 10, <laughs> 10 days of Bochi's life. Uh, thank you to the Dawson calculator. That was yeah. impressive. That was, dude. that was impressive. That was the second most impressive thing that's been, that's oh, been wow. done on the air this week. Only second, only Dawson Ooh, to, my vodka to, consumption? to the drunken eulogy that, uh, that brought us to Mrs. Wife? Bart star. She deserved that. She deserved yeah, she my, did. she deserved my eulogy. You gave probably it your all. Just, probably not in a drunken fashion that I gave it, but Hey, how surprised you think Hicksy was that I was <laughs> Hammered. <laughs> oh, dude, that was, was, that like, was phenomenal. He walked off the air and he's like, Really? You were that hammered? I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, Hicksy. I didn't mean to embarrass Yeah, that was a great discussion we had yeah. last night with Hicksy at 6 o'clock. If you want to go back and listen, we were talking baseball. We were talking surprise family dinner here with everybody there. And he's, he, uh, yeah, he was like, The only thing that seemed a little off was, you know, you were really enthusiastic about talking and you kept cutting Gavin off. <laughs> And I was like, of right. course. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was, no, there was no reason to be uh, that alarmed. Brian, I'm telling you, you have a gift. 
Well, thank you. You know, I, I first noticed it. I, I can't believe I've known you all these years, and I didn't know how gifted and talented you were. It cut people came, off? No, when it came to the ability to be high BAC yeah. and still be professional, you know, still not be too offensive. I told you guys that I did not want to sit by those two guys. And what yep. happened is I walked in first. Mm-hmm. And there they were standing. Well, there. they were the only, they were the two guys at the end of the table, right? Yeah. Well, they, they and came at the same time. Yeah, everybody else had sat down at the other ch- chairs. No, no, I, I, they were sitting there waiting, and I went through the door. Okay, and yeah. they saw me, and they and Hicksy's like, "Hey, brought us." So the next thing, so you know, the next you're thing you know, I had to trail, I had to trail in. And what are you going to do? Sit at the far end of the table when they sit down at the other end? No, could I, I don't think I, mean, I could do that. Now, in hindsight, you know, in the post game show, if you would have yeah. asked Hixie, would you have rather Broadus just been rude from the start and sat away from you? He'd probably say yes. <laughs> but in that moment, you didn't know that, Broadus, and that's not your fault. I was trying to be a nice guy. Well, you I, paid for their meals. I did, which I always, uh, you know, think's a cool move. From well, you. I, I know what. To be honest with you, I I was going to do that anyway. And just because they come on during the year with us, and I just wanted it was kind of my way of saying thanks from the show. Yeah. You know, hey, thanks for always kind of being on with us and stuff like that. So nah, that's just a small token for the, the good work they do for us during the year. Yeah, you're very good at that. I always uh, thought it was awesome when you um, gave our, uh, our guest, Amari Cooper, that uh, timekeeper for chess. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I, I just sometimes I think you just little things people appreciate. And they remember, and maybe next time that they, hey, hey, can we have you on to talk about this? Yeah, sure, love to have you. Yeah, I'd love to be there, you know. Maybe, instead of maybe something where you go, ah, you know what, I've got a root canal I have to go take care of or something like rain that. Rain check. Yeah, rain check on that. But, yep. Quick glance that. at uh, ESPN. There's a lot of football headlines right now happening. And there are. Chief will have more on those stories uh, in the NFL News of the Day at 3 o'clock and then football's finest at 5 o'clock. We have this thing surrounded. We have spring training surrounded as well as the Royals and A's are getting ready to play some afternoon spring training Cactus League baseball here. Caleb Williams says he's not thinking beyond the number one pick. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton saying sorry for his role in the Atlanta scuffle, saying no excuses. Saints are cutting this safety May. We're going to have to talk about that a little bit later on. The Bama defensive back McKinstry has a Jones fracture, so sometimes there is a benefit to meeting with the doctors at the combine that can catch stuff and allow you to get get it fixed before you get too much farther down the path. And then Michael Penix Jr., big Penix energy out there, says he's healthy and set to be a franchise quarterback. I believe it, guys. I think this might be another situation where the third or fourth quarterback taken in the draft might end up being the best one. I'll tell you what, Gavin, um, I think you're on to something, too. As long as he stays healthy. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy. He's a little bit of an older guy. He's dealt with injuries throughout. If you followed his career when he was at Indiana, the only reason Indiana football was any good was because of him. And then he goes on to University of Washington, and then he does great things there with some outstanding wide receivers, offensive linemen, a well-coached team, you know, and get to play in a national championship type of a game. So, yeah, uh, he's he's got everything that you want in a franchise type quarterback uh, he's the mobility the arm strength he's a smart kid high iq uh just a lot of positive things about him you know, and that's what you're trying to do you're trying not to make mistakes at that position you know you're trying to say well man this guy's played a ton of games he's not a one-year wonder he's you know he's been in some different systems there's a lot of things that you can like about michael Penix. 
I think he's just a playmaker. He you is. Yeah. He really, really, really I'll is. tell you what, one of my fun the, the fun things from this week, videos from the Combine, these dudes, like, warming up, and they're having to do it in, like, the hallways and stuff. That is the great thing about the Combine, though. When you go to the convention center, yeah. there's so much space. You see guys practicing 40s. They'll, like, mark off on the off, carpet, and, on the carpet yeah. and all that. Yeah, you could go through that. You could come through late night after doing radio, go through and seeing quarterbacks, guys running. All kinds of things. Guys working on starts. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, there's a video from, like, right behind uh, Phoenix, and he's, like, he's th- he's ripping through the hallway, just, just putting around it through corners, a keyhole, yeah, it feels yeah, like. Yeah. And just the way the, the video is, like, right behind him and just seeing the ball flat of his head just on a rope, you're like, nice. oh, my gosh, dude. It was, like, the first time I got to see Dak up close throwing a ball. And it's just a different level of the way these these professional quarterbacks, the way the ball pops out, you're like, oh, my gosh, even not like Mr. Armstrength guy. There's just a different level with these dudes. I just remember those days of standing on the field and watching Brett Favre throw, and you could actually hear the ball whistle. Yeah. Whistle through the air. Oh <laughs> it was gosh. crazy, but you knew it was. He was breaking fingers. You knew it was, on the, it was on the move for sure. One of the more interesting things about the Cowboys, you know, if you, it, it, over, the, over the course of the last nine months has been when you're talking about the future quarterback when Brian brings up, well, why'd you bring in Trey Lance then? Yeah. And it might be the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing in a situation like that. Not sure, but the story gets a little bit more interesting here is the Cowboys will pick up Lance's $4.25 million roster bonus for the season. Calvin Watkins of the Morning News reported that. I mean, so now it's, it's not like you – you, you know, you had somebody go rogue and just tr- trade for him one afternoon. It's like you've had a long time to think about this, and the organization decided he, he did not play a snap for the Cowboys in 2023 as he was traded uh, by the Niners late in training camp. Dallas is optimistic about the growth he made, reportedly has not considered cutting him. Unsurprisingly, the team will not pick up Lance's uh, fifth-year option, which uh, would have been worth $22.4 million. So I read that wrong. They will not pick it up? No. They, 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 they're still in consideration for it. But <laughs> well, the headline says we'll pick up, and then as I'm reading it, yeah, we'll not they pick gave, up. They gave him he's, he was due a roster bonus. That that part they did pick up. Yeah. Uh, no, I because I I saw it the same way you saw it, Dawson, where the, the Calvin Watkins was talking about how the Calvin could be a little confusing at times too. Cowboys are picking up. Wow, shots fired. I gotta get to the story. <laughs> uh, I love Calvin, but he can be confusing. <laughs> Let me uh, let me reach out. This must have just been a typo. It's the it's the summer roster bonus for four and a quarter million. Yes, uh, that, that's, yeah. that's Cowboys will pick up. Yeah, yeah, that's pay, that's being picked up by a great journalist Calvin Calvin Watkins and a great friend as well. <laughs> okay, so they will pick Scar up lover. the roster bonus. Yeah, securing his twenty twenty four spot, but won't pick up his fifth year option. So, how are both those things true? Well, I'll need to find out then. <laughs> I will ask. I will ask the appropriate. We want to know. Yes, they well, picked up a bonus. No, they're not going to okay. pick up the thing. I'll ask. Okay. No, I, I guess. I want. I want to get it that, right that, too. That does feel confusing. Isn't he going into his fifth year, or is this his fourth year? So they're picking up a bonus for the. Uh, let me see. I swear, Trey Lance has been in the NFL for four years. I think he's going. <laughs> into you are his... a moron. <laughs> Well, that's been well established over the years, Lucius. <laughs> Trey Lance is going into his fourth year. Hold on, hold everybody. On. Everybody's. Th- By the way, the A's just got a base runner on. Okay, so this old. is going to be his fourth year, <laughs> and his fifth year option is not getting picked up. So he's getting he's getting a bonus for this year. I got to look a little bit more into this story. Uh, elsewhere at the combine, uh, Cowboys fans, Florida State running back Trey Benson. 
uh, on his formal meeting with the Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys have the same scheme as Florida State, so I think that would be a good fit for me. I like the idea of a formal meeting with this guy, Brian. I know you guys are excited about us. Tell us a little bit more about the player. Yeah, we were talking about the running backs yesterday, and, and Benson, there's two guys I really, really like at the top of the second round there, and Benson and, and Brooks. Brooks from the University of Texas, and, and he's, uh, you know, he's a, a little bit of a dealing with a knee injury right now that you're going to have to work with, though. But Benson's an outstanding player. He's got a great running style. He's physical. He's compact. Uh, he runs through arm tackles. He catches the ball well. He can blitz pick up. There's a lot of things to like about it. I, I wanted to point out uh, a couple of things here, guys, from what I'm learning in the Combine is that the Cowboys are meeting with a lot of wide receivers, too. Mm-hmm. You know, formal formal visits. Now, your informal visits, if you hear a formal visit, that's with McCarthy and Will McClay and, and Stephen Jones, others that, you know, up in the front office. F- those formal visits are really super important. The informal visits are the ones that are dealt with the coaches. Those are the kinds where the coaches go with the guy one-on-one. So mm. there's only so many of these that you can request. You're only allowed a certain amount of, of guys for formal visits. And so you have to submit that number. And if you're on the formal visit list, by all means, that's somebody that should get your attention. Looked like they were doing a lot of tight ends as well. I saw Nick yeah. Harris, DallasCowboys.com, tweeting a lot of the they formal, were, they're, formal visits. They're knocking out these wide receivers, and they're knocking out running backs. And you mentioned the tight ends as well. Yeah, they're, they're looking at quite a few of these skilled guys. It's the second day in a row. The morning news also had a story up about how the Cowboys leadership and quarterback are all being, uh, uh, you know, going into uh, the, the last year of their contracts. Yesterday it was Michael Gelkin. Today it's Sherrington. Headline, short leash for Cowboys coaching staff makes Jerry Jones' message clear, win or else. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the message. I think it's that Jerry is cheap, you know. I think that's the clear message here, that Jerry is, in fact, not willing to do anything with his finances to to help the team win. And unlike pretty much every owner in the NFL, he wants to have coaches coach until the end of their contract because he doesn't want any, any uh you know, coaches out there getting paid from him that aren't working for him. I think it's a serious Scrooge McDuck situation that we have here, guys. Yeah, and, and maybe it's, and it's being disguised as a, hey, we're trying to light a fire under you kind of deal shortly. This is all or nothing. You better go ahead and do it now. But I do think there are underneath that so, some of those things that you're saying that are very, very true. It just works out both ways. He gets to light a fire under these guys and say, hey, this is it for you. Um, if you don't come with some legit postseason production here, uh, and at the same time, I don't have to worry about paying multiple people that aren't even working here anymore. Okay, Mavs and Celtics tonight, huge opportunity uh, to put the league on notice. That's what I think we got going on here, Chief. Boston is quite a squad, aren't they? I think they're the NBA champion favorites right now. Can you go out there on national TV and hit them right in the nose? Man, that's going to be that's gonna be hugely challenging for sure. Uh, I think the the spread for this game was close to 10, and then there's the there's the Luka factor where he did shoot around today. I imagine he ends up playing. Uh, but this is the ultimate test against the best team in the NBA. So, I mean, Celtics are on a nine-game heater right now. Yeah. They're first in offense. They're third in defense. And uh, it should be – I mean, I would expect – 
with the, the Mavericks have been playing some pretty good defense, top 10 level defense over the last 10 games or so. Boston's got really, really good defense, but I expect this to be the superstars showing out and it being an offensive bonanza. Like since the trade deadline, you're talking about the Mavs being second best offense in the sport, Boston being first. So despite the fact that both these teams are playing well defensively, I think this is the the Luka, Kyrie, Tatum, Brown. Porzingis, of course, is going to want to get uh, get after it in a huge way. But I think there will be points that will be kind of a fireworks show, and it should be a ton of fun. But, man, yeah, if the Mavericks do win this game, that's one of the best regular season wins of the season for any team. For the year, they're 6th and 23rd offensively and defensively. What do you think they really are if a season would start fresh? I th- I think they are probably somewhere between that you know, around middle of the pack. I think they're probably 14, 15, something like that. But I do also think that in clutch moments they've shown they can really hunker down with next level effort that maybe your superstars aren't going to quite give you even though we've been pretty pretty re- respectful of the way Lucas played defense this year. Those last five minutes of a close game, it becomes, you can see a, a different level. Uh, yeah. And you're starting to see some more versatility here as well since the trade deadline, which helps them. They can match up nicely. But ultimately, this is a team that's going to be carried by their offense. All righty. Uh, G-Bag Nation, we are live here in Surprise. Our coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. Okay, and uh, we're watching the Royals and the A's. We'll get you uh, updates throughout the day on on what's going on around baseball, of course. Quite a few Ranger segments for our final show in Surprise before we head home. And I'll give you the best baseball story I've heard today coming up next. It's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We are live in Surprise at uh, Ranger Spring Training segment is brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin and Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. Brian, how annoyed were you with us last night when we walked in to uh, Tokyo Joe's and you had already finished eating your dinner? Was it a situation where I, I felt bad that I started? Oh, you felt bad that you'd started. I felt bad that I sat down, and I wasn't sure how far away you guys were. Hmm. And so I'm like, do I wait? I, and I'm like, that, that's kind of rude of me. And then I felt better when you walked in and said, that eh, took too long, and I'm, I'm leaving. And yeah. you didn't even eat. So I said, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't feel bad then. I thought our comms were, uh, you know, could have been better throughout the day. I, I should have been maybe more in contact with you, you know, to let you know when we were expecting our arrival. Because when, when we left you, I thought we were going to hit a quick errand. And the next thing you know, it took a little bit longer than expected. Yeah. You know? So I want to apologize. No, for no. Not getting to I, dinner, I felt uh, bad. I felt bad that I thought we were going to be. I felt bad that I said that. And I, this was my game plan. Yeah. I was going to go ahead and enjoy the poke bowl. Yes. And then the menu looked good that I was thinking, I'll get something else when they sit down, yes. which I did when uh-huh. Chief and, and Ruby sat down with me. I, I ordered some more food yeah. is what I did. And so, uh, no, I, I was just kind of like, I wasn't sure when you were going to get back. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of one of those, I just went ahead and kind of, I, I, I was a little bit of a yay, yay for me moment. Okay. I had a Dude, little yay for so you, Did you double up? Sorry, Chief. No, it's I had a little. I, had a, I ordered some spring rolls and stuff like that. And so I ordered a, a couple more things that the Poke Bowl there is tremendous yeah. uh, at the Tokyo Joe's. And 
I was impressed that Eric once again found a way to order food. How did you do that when you just took one of everything off the menu and they put it in a bowl? They got the, they got you build your own uh, build your own bowl. So, so you, you went just through, added, you just add extra like they'll give you the the options for like the the meat options you, you can just put in there. You just fifty it down the line. Is yeah, what you yeah. Did. Just put just put it put them all in there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He walked up with a bowl, and I actually I was, was starving after yesterday's show. I didn't have the brat yesterday. I had the brat today here at the ballpark. It's amazing. I, I so I was and and you'd been talking about Tokyo Joe's all week, so yeah. no one's upset at you for getting there first and just chowing down. That's like that. I wasn't been, sure what your game plan was. That that my game plan was just simply to to, to crush the biggest bowl possible. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, you needed a wheelbarrow to get that thing over to the table, though. That was impressive. It was cool. They had two people carrying yeah, it out. It was, it was a little heavy. It was kind of like, yeah. I mean, that, that place is terrific. If you're coming out here for spring training, I think you should. It's, uh, it's a Rangers bucket list moment, especially with them sitting here as Rangers World Series champions. Yeah, I got, uh, I got the DoorDash sent over. I, I, I could not miss the opportunity to, to get Tokyo Joe's before we got out of here. The best story from spring training today, though, is not that. <laughs> The best story is how a $50 bet put Mark Church on the path to the big leagues as a pitcher. Now, Mark Church is uh, an up-and-coming fireballer. I think he throws 97 yeah. um, here in, in, in camp. And, you know, people feel like he is one of the pitchers who has a chance to maybe come up and be an electrifying portion of the bullpen. Uh, he was a high school shortstop. Teammate bets him 50 bucks that he couldn't throw 90 off the mound. You know how you're doing... You know, stuff like that. Yeah, feats of strength bets. Apparently, apparently Buddy has a little bit of dough, you know. Yeah. 50 bucks when I was in high school. I guess that's the inflation, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on here. No, but anyway. dude. I mean, I, it wasn't that long ago. I was in high school, and if I had more than five bucks in my pocket, I right. felt like a stud. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Hey, Sugar, you want to go on a date? So- I was actually, I took a girl on a date, and I bought it with all quarters. Uh, it was. I had a Ziploc bag of quarters, and I was hoping she didn't see it, but she did. So romantic. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great movie just, we watched. He's, like, jingling around, Shoo! walking. Or- yeah, man. I had it in my cargo shorts. She seen it? <laughs> yeah, bro. She <laughs> saw oh, it. I was like, man. why don't you go ahead and walk in? Let me get the ticket. Jump in. You do your thing. And then, uh, no, nah, she, she hung around and hovered. I was like, well, if we're going to see this movie, I'm going to have to pull out the Ziploc bag. Honey, close your eyes. Did you count them all out? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, it takes a while. It's, it's problematic. She's so, still telling that story, bro. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'll live on forever. That's not one I'm proud of. Hey, there's this guy on the radio, man. Yeah. <laughs> she was so disappointed because... Girl, he paid with all change. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, let me go back to the car real quick. <laughs> I'm like up more 35 cents short. <laughs> I'll just, let me go check the floorboard real quick. Double whammy as well when that bag of quarters comes out. She's like, oh, oh that's a roll of quarters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's oh, not yeah. good. Wow, state's not going quite as well as I thought it was. <laughs> they weren't even pre-rolled or nothing. It was just a loose bag of change. <laughs> I was just hoping I had enough in there. My that man, like, he hit the slot machine at Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, Sugar, we're not getting no popcorn and candy today. So, Mark Church, high school shortstop. <laughs> He will not have a problem with paying for movies or anything before too long. That's right. Teammate bet him 50 bucks. Silver Spoon teammate, probably at Highland Park or something. It's like, yeah, I bet you can't throw 90 off the mound. I'll give you 50 bucks if you do. So he was like, okay, throws 92. And then he thought, well, that's kind of fun, you know. 
maybe not as fun as shortstop, but still pretty killer. So yeah. Church, drafted out of high school in the 18th round by the Rangers, 2019, has blossomed into the one, one of the most intriguing arms in the Texas system. The right-hander reached 97 in the spring debut Monday against the White Sox, pitched a scoreless ninth against the Brew Crew yesterday. In three minor league uh, seasons, he has a career 3.97 ERA, considerably more strikeouts than walks, 206 to 60. And he reached Triple A Round Rock at the end of uh, last season. So, yeah, he got up to 94 in high school, and then COVID hit, and he couldn't pitch. So he just worked out to get stronger, and it paid off. He added three miles per hour, and now he is a throwing heat on his way to the big leagues. Dude, that is so cool, man. What, what an epic story. And, yeah, when you pick up the baseball and you don't realize that you can throw 92 and then the gun shows 92, you're like, oh, yeah. this is actually throwing the baseball is pretty fun here. Yeah. And even DeGrom, what, didn't DeGrom not even become the uh, a pitcher until he was sometime in college? He was yeah. playing a, a position as well. So It's crazy some of these guys that can throw it so hard that they don't at least try it, you know, because if you're at that level, then you obviously have the talent to maybe go for the big leagues. I'd want to try to be a, you know, a double threat, especially if I can wing that thing over there pretty good as a shortstop. Now, I, I played a mean third base, had a good glove, but I never had the cannon. So I only got up there to pitch when uh, our star pitchers needed a little rest. So I'd get there for mop-up duty in the fifth or sixth inning. And it is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. But I imagine it's even better when you can throw the hell out of that thing. When they were looking for some off-speed stuff, they came to Dawson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, I, I think Gavin could get a couple outs here, get this game over with. Did now, you ever hit anybody? Uh, I think so. Uh, Intentional? But not, not, not in a game. Not in a game. Okay. Only, oh, okay. only in, like, practice or something like that. See, it's funny because when Bennett was pitching and he was a little kid, he hit a kid in the head, Ooh. and he just he didn't want to pitch anymore. Yeah. No, he really didn't yeah. want to. I mean, it just kind of affected him in a way. It's like he felt terrible about it. At least it wasn't the opposite, and he like kind of liked it, you know? Yeah, like he just kept throwing it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger guy, you know? Yeah. I bet I, you know, I bet he could have had quite a bit of success there as a pitcher or a first baseman. Did he have any power at the plate? Bennett was uh, – no, he ended up – it's funny that he went from being the kid that, like, didn't want to pitch – to that would, was his best position. Oh, really? Yeah. So he did end up playing. So he did. So he did play in high school ball and all that, doing that for Green Hill. Just but didn't throw inside much. No, heck no. <laughs> he was. He was trying to always. Be, he was. He was trying to. He was a big swing and miss guy, mm. is what he was. But yeah. It's time now for the G bag of the day. Into the pimp cup we go here on Friday for Lucius Alexander. G bag of the day. All right, all right. Uh, this is day number four for these cats. In the Southwestern Athletic Conference, the SWAC. Let's go. SWAC basketball right here. Mississippi Valley State won their first game of the season. When the season is damn near over. Shout out to them. <laughs> They're 1 27 now. And they storm the court to celebrate. And Andre, that's game! And that will be game! And that will be game! That's now for the first win! First win! Oh, we storm the court! And that's with the court! We get it, senior night, bro. Senior night, every night, yeah. Thank God. Thank you, my guy. 
Thank you, my guy. <laughs> Thank you, my guy. Thank you, my guy. Oh. Uh, that's hilarious right there. That was all over the place. Guys. Super excited. They won they on a senior night. You think they're better at the football stuff they do or the basketball? God, I don't know. <laughs> if you well, had to say. if you had to Basketball. Say, I think basketball, yeah, they really basketball. get excited. Yeah. yeah. You like yeah. that one. All right, let's see. Let's stay with some college basketball. Uh, I got some clips that I did not play this week, and I'm going to get them out on a Friday, folks. That's what I do. All right. Uh, R.J. Choppy did some college play-by-play. Do you guys know where that was? Uh, that was uh, Tarleton. Tarleton, and... yeah. Okay. Tarleton. Okay. That's what I thought. He made a Rick Pitino reference. Now, Rick Pitino <laughs> was yeah. mad at his team. Well, he said he wasn't actually mad at his team, but he threw them all the way under the bus. He did. Because they forgot their fundamentals, their bounce passes and all that good stuff, setting picks. So, Choppy, genius Choppy, dropped a little Rick Pitino reference. Backdoor cut. Couldn't get it. And they're going to call a kick on GCU. A bounce pass. See that? It's Rick Pitino is going to put that film in his next film session. All he wants his players to do is throw bounce passes right now. Why is that? I don't know. He said it at his press conference <laughs> the other day. I, want, I can't get these guys to throw bounce passes. Well, we got one and, there. And it's like, that's why you don't throw bounce passes, Coach. You're in the Hall of Fame. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> choppy, bro. They let Choppy on the microphone. That's crazy. Yes. Man, he looked so good in there. He had his suit and tie on. He had the giant cowboy hat. And uh, I think he was—he looked sweaty. It looked <laughs> he looked really—he yes. looked really sweaty. Yeah. He had a cowboy hat on. He had a cowboy hat on. Huge one. It could fit. The, it could fit the cowboy mascot Rowdy. I yeah. think. Boy, I sure hope it was a resistol. A resistol. <laughs> I think it was a winter hat, Lucius. That's why he was sweating so hard. Uh, well, I got some more of Choppy right here. It's a combo platter. There was also a Tolo reference. This is amazing. And if you're in this game at one point, it's a 15-point game. We're glad you, Tolo, turned it on and left it on That's for right. us. That's right. Here in this one, we really appreciate that. Hey. Salute to the play-by-play guy there. Yeah, Byron Anderson was Byron his name. Anderson, Byron yeah. Anderson. Yeah. What's up, Byron? <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, Byron? Salute to you guys. Appreciate it, boy. <laughs> Looking out for you, boy. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, what else we got right here? Oh, Golden State Warriors. They beat New York last night, but that's not the point of this uh, audio. Draymond Green does not forget who talks bad about him, even if you are the Warriors postgame host. Welcome to Toyota Warriors postgame live. Bully Fezzi, Bonte here. And first of all, let's start about, let's talk about MSG. Bonte, what is it like? I'm shocked you're talking to me. The way you was talking about me when I got suspended, I am very shocked you're talking to me. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, go ahead, though. Uh, yeah, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm hey, t- tell me about Planet MSG. You guys go there once a year. There's a lot of Warrior fans out there. Uh, describe the energy out there at MSG. It's always fun game. Yeah. <laughs> Day day, what's going on, man? You out there in New York? What up, Fancy Fell? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow. The other guy was making sure he was good. Yeah. yeah I, hey, what's I, up, I, Dre? We good, baby? Up, Dre? We good? We good? <laughs> I know you hate this other guy next to me, but we good? Hey, it's me. It's your boy. Yeah, Fuzzy, I'm over here. Yeah. yeah, he definitely did that, bro. He did. <laughs> he definitely he did sure that. Did that. Yeah. Uh, this was fun for the weekend. Uh, Devin Haney and King Ryan Garcia will be fighting April 20th in New York. I think it's in Brooklyn. But that's not the point of this. Yesterday they had a a presser and it got real interesting. They started talking about Ryan Garcia's vices. Uh And just to be really direct, 
what the f happens to your voice? So, at the end of the day, I've been screaming for these promos, but I'm not even going to react. At the end of the day, you know, I want to clarify some Stop things. Stop the coke. It's f***ing up your voice. I, I, I want to I I clarify some things. Drow snitching. I don't do cocaine. I would do, I would do a live drug test. What do you do? I would do a what live do you do? drug test. What I, do you do? I drink and I smoke weed, and so has the majority of this room. So has the majority of this room. What, 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 what kind of example are you for the younger generation watching this? Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. people watching us. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that part. That part. That part. That part. You finally got somebody raising your hand saying, I'm real. I'm like this. I do drink. I do smoke. Now what? I don't know how many people have been 25 years old and made $100 million in their life and can do whatever they want. I want to see what you would do in my shoes. Probably a lot more than some weed. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that again? That is uh that was Ryan Garcia shooting back at Devin Haney. Devin Haney tried to dry snitch on him, talking about, so you're doing coke, man. Coke's messing up your voice, fam. Wow. That was good stuff right there. That was great. I like how yeah. Ryan Garcia was like, I'll pee right now. No, I'm not. I'll pee right now, bro. <laughs> Somebody got some water, by the way. <laughs> Deal with nuclear cotton mouth. <laughs> when I say smoke weed, I mean like five minutes ago, brother. Help me out. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. And do what he said. I got to smoke weed and drink. Everybody in the audience was like, yeah. Yeah. Lady got triggered and started cussing at uh, Devin Haney and everything. Yeah. Uh, Haney went, it. what about the kids on him? He which sure was did. A, a B, B made play. But, yeah. Know. He tried. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, this uh, boxing match brought to you by Modelo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. All right, well, that's it for me. Let's do it. It's time to vote. Is it our three-time <laughs> champs looking for four Mississippi Valley State? Is it R.J. Choppy combo platter from his call with the Tarleton State gentleman, Byron? Is it the Golden State Warriors uh, getting the win and Draymond Green getting a body in the postgame show? Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney press uh, conference. I think that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Garcia. Uh, Chief, how about you? I'm going to rock with the champs. Lucius? Yeah, swag. Brian? Champs. By a score of three to one. And still, your G-Bag of the Day champions tune in Friday. Well, they're going to be looking for five-time status. G-Bag Nation immortality and a spot in the G-Bag of the Year. Okay, Krusty's Corner is coming up next. Where are you taking us, bro? Yeah, guys, it's Friday. It's a sports mix, but I also want to play a game with you. Is this an Oakland A's baseball player? We'll do that next. Thank you, Lucius. Happy Friday to everybody out there in the audience. We're live at spring training watching the Royals and the A's here at Surprise Stadium. And there's a deep shot to left field. Outfielder back on the track. He's going to make the catch. And number 77 for the A's is out. Here's Brian Broaddus, Krusty's corner. Thank you very much. Brett Harris gave it a ride, but just couldn't quite get it over that 350 mark out there in the outfield. Uh, with our last day in uh, here in Surprise, I wanted to ask you guys some questions along the way, if I could. It's a Friday. I always kind of ask you guys questions on Friday. But Dawson, I want to ask you, I'll start no. with you. What uh -huh. was your favorite spring training moment? Favorite spring training moment, uh, I would say um, it would have to be Yamamoto uh, taking on the Rangers uh, top of the order there on Wednesday afternoon, right about this time, Brian. You got a chance to see him pitch a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, he was nasty, yeah, you know. And, was. of course, Evan Carter getting a hit off of him was great. 
Um, but yeah, you get, you had a lot of Ranger star power right there in the in that uh, bottom of the first inning. How about you, Chieftain? Man, where can I even begin? It's been one heck of a week, dude. Corey Majors calls this his favorite trip of the year, and I, I'm starting to have to really agree with him on that. I love this place. Uh, we've had an awesome time. It started with you cutting the line at the at the rental at the rental car at the airport and just just a home run mvp kind of move right there that should have been a two plus hour wait and now we're waiting for about 20 minutes that was that was a heck of a way to start the week uh but i think man i think just the other day when you were when you were hammered trying to do the wireless and you were leaking confidence because that we were having technical difficulties it was my fault it was completely my fault but no but we had but we had hagee and Corey and baskey all in here and we were just messing around and you were trying to figure it out i just think that was a ton of fun yeah i i'll tell you my favorite was the the and you're you're right there's a lot of things that we did that was really cool you know, interviewing all the guys you being in the clubhouse i think the dinner i think the dinner when i, I think your hammered dinner just me and just Cutting somehow holding folks. it together you know <laughs> yeah it was a miracle <laughs> it just and it was it was a miracle it just somehow i just hold it all together and and to the point that where like you say where matt hicks was just you were really drunk you know <laughs> like he was like surprised i'm like yeah you know i did uh I'm sorry if I was there. He goes, no, man, it was cool. I was just thought you were really enthusiastic about. I'm yeah, like, he thought you had just been uh, just been all over the caffeine that day. or something. Yeah, he you thought I was. A, he thought I was way just way. a ball of energy. That's just what a, vodka will do for you. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't sit on your breath too heavy. Yeah, no, you're right about that. All right, uh, the question I want to ask you too, and Chief, you and I talked about this a little bit before the show. We're starting to see these NFL quarterback gurus. Uh, the Dan Olofskis and people like that. Chris Sims. Chris Sims. They're all coming out for my guy, Jane Daniels. Yeah. And remember, and when we were doing the quarterback, I, I have Jane Daniels up there with, uh, you know, uh, behind Caleb Williams and all that. I want to ask you guys, should I be worried <laughs> that these quarterback expert guys are liking my guy? Should I be worried that I like them along with those guys? Yeah, that uh, there's potentially a bit of an omen. I think if you're like if you're too loud and brash about it, I yeah. think that's when it really starts to circle back on you, and the, yeah. and, the, and the sports karma just comes back and bites you in your rear end. But but ultimately, I think there has to be a healthy level of scare with all these quarterbacks, dude. All yeah. these guys are you want to you want to think that they're going to be legit. And there's apparently like three or four guys that people think can be the real deal. He's one of them. And for a lot of folks, he's the second best quarterback in this draft. For Lofty, he is the best in this draft. But, yes, uh, if, you're, if you're too loud about it, Broadus, then that's going to come back and bite you. You think, I, I, Gavin, you think I should be worried that these, these guys, these quarterback gurus? Yeah, are... remember, this is the same guy who's been described as, as, as having a little uh, Johnny Knoxville to his game. With oh, the way yeah. he runs around and takes shots, I think he's a. I mean, I think he's a really, really good player. The thing I worry about is, oh my gosh, Bobby Witt Jr. just launched one. Oh, that's a moonshot! Oh, thing. the kid had the chance in the outfield. He uh, still got the ball in though. the second outfield. He got the ball, but he, he brought the glove. He was about to make a play. That was about yeah. to be. A, I mean, it's a special moment either way. Bobby Witt Jr. hit that one about three hundred and twelve feet. I uh, think four hundred and forty. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Four hundred forty feet. Yeah, I was. Yeah, looking out there, and yeah, but he he just smashed that. But so. when you're when you're bring glove to the game guy, and you're sitting out in the you gotta catch it. You gotta you gotta you got bring it. that one. You in. gotta catch that. Yeah, there's a little bit of decline out there, quite a bit of decline. So you're running downhill. You're trying to make a play on the ball now. 
Dawson at that age, I'm making that play 99 times out of 100. Right. You know, for your average <laughs> big league hopeful out there with their glove work, you know, maybe 50-50 at best. All right. We, we've, got the, we've got the Oakland A's in front of us. And by the way, I've seen Little League uniforms that are better than what the Oakland A's are Wow, today. dude. Okay, first of all, you already walked past their equipment room and just started no, no, the radio, everything. No, no, the radio box. Yeah, their radio equipment. Everything. I, swear, like, I swear Marconi, <laughs> they got the original... <laughs> The original radio. That, that, so everything radio has box. gotten a lot more lighter and stretchy and flexible, and I, I don't know if that's coming along with the Fanatics gear or they just went super cheap skate on it. I, you I, know, but everything looks a little look, bit don't different. They look yeah. a little amer- uh, amateurish. They, well, well right? when, when you don't They're have definitely the, different. When you don't have the last names on the jerseys, it, it, it comes across a little bit. You know, practice scrub. Kind of like they've used bit. them before. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like they they just keep packing them and then they and they bring them back out. 100. percent I think yeah. they might be sized a little different too. Like they're just kind of hanging off these guys. Yeah, they're a little not bit. no form fitting. No form fitting at all for sure. But, but you can tell, like being in the Rangers clubhouse. Yeah. Seeing up close the jerseys hanging on the locker, you can just you know you can see that the number and everything is pressed on there, and it's not stitched like oh like yeah, the old days. You yeah. would think okay. there is uh, when you're close to it. I think you can tell. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of the A's. Um, how well do you know this team? Do you know them at all? Do you know any of these players? And that's why I'm going to test you on right now. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give pretty good, Brian. I'm going to give you a name, and you're going to tell me if this is a real A's player, or I'm just making up a name. If you want, wait. So we're about to we're about to find out. We're going to dig yeah. deep into our sports brains to right. see how much we know. Yeah, we're going to see how much you know about o- Oakland. Yeah, and, the Oakland uh, A is athletics. one of the one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. That's right. Vegas doesn't even want them. Oakland that, certainly that doesn't, doesn't even want them. Doesn't even want them. Okay. So I'm going to give you a name. Yeah. And you tell me, is this actually an Oakland A baseball player? Lucius, you want to play along with us today? Yeah, sure. Why not, man? All right. He's I'll start a, with yeah. I'll start with you then, Lucius, on this story. One. We can all guess here. We can all guess. Do the Oakland A's have a player named Lyndon Johnson on Currently? their on their roster? Do the Oakland A's have a player oh. named Lyndon Johnson on their open on their on their roster? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to go no on that as well. Um, well, technically, he's still in their minor league system, Brian. But the answer is no. You guys are all right. Lyndon Johnson is a U.S. president. That's right. <laughs> yes. Now, that would have been the hard okay. yes. Yeah, it was hard. Okay. How is that the this? guy that has a hard time with the pants in his bunghole? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We were talking about uniforms. He wouldn't have problem wearing these A's uniforms, what they've got on today. <laughs> got to get them tailor-made, though. Got to get them tailor-made here. All right. How about this one, Dawson? Yeah. Do the A's have a player named Paul Krugman on oh, their Oh, absolutely. Team? Yeah. You yeah. say yes? Uh-huh. Chieftain? Yeah, power hitter. There was a Paul Kruger in the NFL at one point. I, I think there is a, a, a Paul Krugman on the A's. Lucius, is there a Paul Krugman on the A's? I mean, Dawson sounds so <laughs> darn confident, but he's a hell of a troll at the same time. So, you, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Nope, there's not Damn, a Paul Krugman. I knew it! That would be, it. That, Gotta go with your a, first mind, L.A. He would be a Nobel Prize winning economist. It's <laughs> 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 Paul Krugman. <laughs> All right, how, how about are you this? coming up with these? How about this names? name? How about this name? Abraham Toro. Abraham yeah. 
Toro. Yes. You're going to say yes, Chieftain. Lucius, Abraham Toro. No, sir. Dawson. Yes, uh, that is a, a Venezuelan infielder. He is an infielder for the A's. That's right. You're right. I don't know if he's from Venezuela. Did he you is. look that up while no. we were playing the game? We do, he, you just know that off the top of your head. No. Yeah, I mean, they, we've, we had big games with these, this team in September, Brian. I don't know what you were doing last year in the middle of the I was getting important. ready for football season. Yeah. I was doing football season as they were trying to win the World Series is what I was doing. Yeah. How about this one, guys? Is there a player on their team named Angel Felipe? No. Not on the A's. Angel Felipe. Dawson? Yes. Okay, Lucius says yes. Yeah. He's a pitcher mm-hmm. for the A's. For the A's. For the A's. Yeah. Wow. How about this one? I believe he pronounces it on hell, though. On hell? Yeah. See, that's what threw me off. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> I purposely did that. I knew it was on hell, but I, threw, I said the angel part of it just to. Just I just started to be... thinking Anaheim, dude. <laughs> no, <it didn't. laughs> and the final one. That should be redacted. That one didn't count. Final one. Shea Langoliers. <laughs> no. Get that out of here, Brian. Shea Langoliers. You're, you're just making crap up now. Do you, you next you're gonna say Shlomo Glickstein. <laughs> <laughs> that name hasn't been in the big leagues for a hundred years. You're saying everybody's saying no? I'm gonna, yeah, that's a fart. That's a fart. What do you say, Chief? <laughs> I'm going I'm going fart on that, Lucius. Alright, I'm going yes, just because everybody said no and I did it last time. <laughs> and you guys got a point. He's a catcher. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, guys. Terrific job. Krusty's corner every afternoon about 2.40, 2.45 right here in the nation. I guess that means Lucius is baseball guy of the day. He is baseball guy of the day. He's done it. Lucius. The bar's low, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the, we miss Wooly Bully all week, but perhaps in this segment never. Never Never more more. than this one right here. Okay, uh, where are we going next with the NFL news today, sir? Oh, yes, let's get you a uh, a Rangers game update, and then the worst-kept secret comes from the NFC East in regards to this year's draft. That's next year in the nation. 